I, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was going to say something at the beginning because it didn't come on. Jude's eating taco shells plain. (laughs) I I (laughs) I actually just, I'm in love with the fact that this is going to be the intro to the show now. so much i'm sarah this is the hate locker podcast a podcast where we just recorded for almost half an hour before i realized we were not recording we Again, didn't record we talked feel like that's not the first time uh we've done this uh anyway the podcast where we hate things that we all we love hate to dan. Hate the passionate yet fair figure <laughs> the podcast um, where we hate dan yeah you can hate me today i deserve to be everyone's hate run out of alcohol now because i didn't plan to talk for 40 minutes with not doing anything i'm gonna get my sister to make me a drink and bring it up i got nothing oh i do have something okay all right today's guest (laughs) 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 um absolutely hilarious comedian i got to hang out with her last weekend she has a podcast on her network called life pairings Uh, just a fantastic human being please uh, help us welcome Brittany lysing Woo! Hello. I didn't mean to ruin myself. I just <laughs> hi everybody. We I, have, uh, I'm excited to be here already. for the very first time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even believe it, you guys. Uh, oh, those of you, you, those of you listening at home, we're gonna tackle the same subject that we just talked about for half an hour without uh, recording because I'm an absolute moron. It'll probably only take ten minutes now. Yeah, I mean, it is. This episode's gonna be short. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you're underestimating my ability to talk about myself. I can do it twice exactly the same. I don't care. It's it all feeds into my uh, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's your uh, what's your? Uh, <laughs> do we? Talk, well, talk I know you guys it? are going to be super shocked to hear this, and it's going to be all gonna be new the- information. But, uh, <laughs> I hate. Hold on, hold on a minute. What? I, I want to ask Brittany about what's going on in Calgary. <laughs> Did you guys? Yeah, okay, I, already Brittany, the, I already know the answer to this. I okay. I just spent uh, a week in Edmonton and Calgary doing shows on the road, and I got to do a bunch of shows with Brittany. And it was our first time hanging out together. Yeah, uh, super fun. You're very fun to hang out with, and very funny. Holy Jesus! Thanks, dude. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, I was saying before, but I'll say it again. Uh, <laughs> me and Dan and I work together, kind of behind the scenes on podcast stuff. He he produces my podcast essentially. And uh, so I've only I've never got the chance to meet him. And then so all the last couple of weeks, I feel like I was on every show that you were on for two and a two weeks straight. It felt like it. It sure. was nice. It, it was, was a good chance, a quick way to get to know somebody. We had fun, did lots of different venues, lots of different shows. But show at good. Vern's was a good time. Vern's in Calgary and ended up being packed with people that were there for music. But then they shut up and listened to us. And that was cool. Yeah. 
everyone's being incredibly uh, respectful because everyone's just excited that they can go to things again. Yeah. But uh, and it, so they came for the music later. There was half the room was packed to see you. And then the other half showed up to see the music and they just stayed. Well, and I didn't take pictures until the room was packed. Nice. Which is <laughs> and you took cool pictures. So thank you for that. Uh, oh, yeah. anyways, we did a few shows together and it was it, it, people were really friendly there. I guess I was there right before your mask mandate started so i got to experience uh like what a normal life might feel like for a little bit and then i guess yeah. i heard it back down from there we don't give a fuck about anything <laughs> from there we're gonna test the sewage water and not worry about stuff yeah that was our that was how they were gonna control the pandemic numbers wise they're like we're just gonna fire up a quick test one of those litmus tests you get in junior yeah. high school <laughs> we're gonna dip it in poop water and see that's, if everyone still got covid that's oh what they were God. gonna do they were just gonna test the sewage water that's actually is that smart i think it's kind of smart but i don't want to well, give them the credit for it it's, <laughs> it's, but they do that for places like that's not an uncommon thing to do however it doesn't tell you who has it it just yeah, tells yeah, you oh, if yeah. a bunch of people do or if a bunch of people don't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so it's not cool. super helpful. They're that's like, I'll tell you one thing. Tacos are very popular in Calgary. That's all they can tell you. <laughs> Gross. You can tell you what kind of fast food people are eating. There is um, so much corn down here. <laughs> <laughs> food, we really have to address the digestions of, of Calgarians. No that becomes the new epidemic. Um, yeah, dude, that they were just going to quit. And then they were like, oh, we better not quit. It's pretty bad. It's messed up, dude. You guys had when I was there. There was an electronic music festival happening. Like you guys don't care. Yeah. You guys don't care about anything. There was an electronic like, music festival. There was people walking around in the middle of the streets, high as shit, in their underwear, which was great. But like, which, also, there's like the camp of people who are like a little nervous to go out, and then there's the camp of people who are like, "Let me out," and then those people are like, "Give me MDMA." It <laughs> <laughs> makes me get closer to people. I want somebody to draw on me. I want somebody to whisper into my ear and tickle my back. I this is <laughs> I, and I want there to be a consistent bass beat while this is happening. Oh my god. I okay, so I've been doing I, I was doing this bit out there that involves me asking the crowd if they're vaccinated and I yeah. thought I didn't know how it was going to go because in Victoria I, I need people to kind of be like yeah for for it. <laughs> so I'm like Everywhere out there, though, people were like cheering and they're like, yeah, I'm like, who's vaccinated? The whole room, like, yeah, totally. And I was like, oh, cool. Right on. Right to go, Alberta. Right on. That's sick. And then I got to Red Deer. Oh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> hey, you guys vaccinated? Who's vaccinated? And it was dead silence. Like, no, except one guy in the back went, no. <laughs> <laughs> then I had, a, and I didn't think of it till after, but I had a mask in my pocket and it would have been great if I just like slowly pulled the mask out and just put it on. <laughs> yeah. You but can save that for Grand Prairie next week. Oh yeah, I am in Grand Prairie next <laughs> oh, week. Oh yeah, if you thought Red Deer was uh, <laughs> Alberta's racist cousin, you should meet uh, you should meet Grand Prairie, his uncle, where he learned all that behavior from. Well, they're going to have to uh, listen to me talk to them for an hour next week. So I guess we'll see uh, how that goes. It's the weirdest, funnest. It could be the funnest show in the world or not. It's in a casino you. and it's packed. Um, let me tell you, I did it once. Oh, okay. I did it two years ago and it was my first time ever doing a headline set. <laughs> yeah. my first ever and i and we were co-headlining me and ben baus and i had to do 45 minutes and we we're driving there and he's like it's 45 minutes by the way and i'm like excuse me like i didn't know yeah 45 minutes and i'm like i don't i think i have 45 minutes and he's like you need to like 
figure it out. Like you need to like, all sort. and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just, I told a bunch of stories about my brother-in-law on stage of Sarah's husband, which <laughs> I happened. Yeah. I told all the stories about Zach saying like, uh, like, you know, the, the things he says, like how he said, uh, you know, the gangbang thing. One time my brother-in-law, have we told this story <laughs> I think we told him multiple times, but it's entertaining. Yeah. We, yeah. My brother, my brother-in-law, when he my first, husband, he says, he, he says things that you're like, Holy shit, I can't believe he just said that. Like he, he doesn't always he gets he mixes up phrases. Like one time we, there was a we were driving me and him and there was a real real estate sign and he looked at it and he said, Man, sometimes I wish I was a real estate typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, I realize so you could so you could take the house market by storm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but but the best one is claim to fame it, when he first started dating my sister. Um, we had this big family dinner. You used to have family dinners, there'd be like 20, 20, 25 of us. And and after dinner, often the dudes would all be in the living room watching football, and the women would be in the kitchen cleaning up after and drinking wine and hanging out. And it's just kind of how it was growing up. Like, I, nobody, it wasn't like, yeah, get in there and clean. It's just what happened. No, my house was exactly the same. Yeah, and uh, he was like appalled by this, and I just think he was standing in between the two rooms, being like noticing what's going on, and being like, "Oh my god!" And he walks in to where the dudes all are, and uh, he says, um, "He goes, hey, all the women are in there cleaning the kitchen without us. Now, if we all get together and gang bang this kitchen, we can get it done real quick." <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, do you?" Everyone just sort of looked at him, and I said, "Do you?" Do you know what gangbang means? <laughs> it's when everybody gets together and does something real fast. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, kind of, but like not in this context. You're like, well, you, you know what you do? You do know what it means. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a moment. It was a real moment. Like we knew he was part of the family then. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I told a bunch of stories about him. So now I, I, what I do is it's I just like my whole my whole angle is like, oh, you think Victoria and the West Coast is bad? Like on Facebook comments, I have to live there. And then I just make fun of us for a while. And then it makes them be like, he's one of us. He's cool. And then I can infiltrate them. And then you can get in there. Yeah. Once you're in there, then I can make fun of them. You have to make yeah. fun of yourself first. And then you can, not, not that's that what you do. Yeah. And you tie it, you tie one experience you had and never had again to everything they do every day. You're like, yeah. hey, we're, we're the same people. Don't you worry about it. Same. One I've hit a woman. The same, uh, Grand Prairie used to be where we had to go to shop where I lived. It was the closest metropolitan area. If you needed some from Zellers, you were going to Grand Prairie. If you wanted a night out at Mr. Mike's, you were going to Grand Prairie. Oh, Mr. Mike's is so funny because it's like a fancy steakhouse, but in small towns only. You can't you can't find it anywhere else. There's like a good one in there's one in Langford where we Sarah just got lives. one. Did you? Oh, it's like, boss owns it. It's good though. It's like a it's like a fancy steakhouse, but you can't find it in big cities. Your I've boss? never been. Hold I've on. never been because your, your boss is Mr. Mike. Yeah, Mr. Mike. <laughs> um, my husband has all his business meetings there, so he refuses to take me because he's tired. What's his, what's his first? Is it his name Jeff Mike? Wouldn't that be fun? Mike. Jeff Mike. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. Stupid fucking name. Fuck. Okay. Uh, well, I was just about to ask Sarah to go first on her hate, but she left. So, uh, I'm right here. I'm right here. Don't worry. Can we mix it? Brittany, do you want to go first? Sure, man. All right. I hate this is, this is a, a new hate because it's a new thing. 
Okay. Restaurants that put all the food on the same plate, specifically taco restaurants. This is a new fucking thing. Okay. And they're for they're they're like they're shareables. And I'm like, they're not shareables. They're individual tacos. And it's every taco restaurant is now doing this na- same thing. And they refute like a table of 20 people. Everyone gets the same. All the food on one plate comes to the table. Um, like, like a tapas bar. Yeah, but it's not. It's a taco restaurant. And Where it's in. You? Go ahead. No. And then if you go, can I get one on a different plate? They're like, there's no way. <laughs> I'm like, you guys never heard of different plates? Like, this is. They're like, if I had to, the bartender told me, if I had to put everybody's order on a different plate, that would take us forever. I was like, that is literally the premise of every restaurant that has ever existed. That's what I haven't experienced this. I've never experienced I am like, what are you talking about? They just put, so everybody orders, everybody orders individually. Okay. Yeah. And then they put it all on one plate and bring it. Yeah, and they're tacos, so they're and they're sort of soft shell tacos, so they all have to be served. They like stack them in the round, so then you have to like get your greasy little hands, and then you look and you go, "Oh, this is fish. I ordered shrimp," and then you got to hand it to someone. It's That's the dumbest crazy. thing. Are you sure you're not? Daniel, that would kill someone? you. Are you sure you're not just eating at someone's house? <laughs> Are you sure this is you're not eating at your nana's house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is no. Crazy! I did not know this happened. Yeah, this would kill me. I'm allergic to shellfish, so I, I'm. This would be like a this would little, be the worst thing ever. This is like if landmines were food for me. Like this. Is not, <laughs> Look at, I'm allergic to peanuts, so this is my thing. Is I'm like, uh, oh, I'm allergic to peanuts. I have to have it on a separate plate, and they're like, we don't serve peanuts, and I'm like, Stop! <laughs> make something up. Like don't just they'll believe you. They don't. You don't need a. You don't need a double. You don't need a passport for allergies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a, a Pfizer passport for yeah. peanuts. Sarah, what are you drinking? What are you eating? What is that? I'm drinking a Frosecco martini. <laughs> Other than the most on-brand thing possible for you to be doing right now, what is that? It's a frozen Prosecco martini <laughs> in a pouch. Oh, my God. Is that a Kirkland product? No, we don't have Kirkland booze out here, which is my fucking nightmare because Kirkland Prosecco is to die for. And it's 12 bucks. And it's 12 bucks. I know I get a case. Nope. This is, um, I don't even know who the fuck makes it. A bag. You're drinking something out of a bag. It looks like it's you're- gluten free. It looks like <laughs> a giant <go-gurt. laughs> People have been drinking bagged wine for years. They've just fast-tracked it it's are frozen restaurants it's that do this or is it specifically a taco situation i don't ever recall seeing this ever happening before and i and i have never i don't recall seeing this happen before anywhere else and it sounds like it's a, just, right? well i was afraid this might happen so then i paired it with bartenders because this was happening at the same time this has happened to me several i keep going back to the same restaurant the food's so fucking good i can't not go which restaurant but, you shout them out there, yes, it's native tongues. And then there's another one. I've noticed every taco restaurant does this now. So there's another one. It's called some, I don't know, cantina something. But, and then it's paired with a bartender who's about uh, 25 mm-hmm. who calls you pet names. Like, I only want somebody named Darlene calling me sweetheart. I don't want fucking Justin calling me dear or darling i want somebody who looks like they can take a good punch and is a lady in her 70s to call me dear or love yeah i'd let jeff mike call me that 
<laughs> that's Mr. Mike to you. That's okay. Mr. Mike. <laughs> yeah, man, that's 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 yeah, that's not okay either. I don't I here's a hot It's not thing. a misogynist thing. It's like a, when a young lady does it, it drives me mental. I'm like, you just no, you have to work the night shift at Denny's to be calling people darling. You have to be it's wearing ages. a hairnet. Yeah. There's gotta be a hairnet. There's gotta be you need you need at least 14 pieces of flare. Uh, yeah. yeah. Flare. Definite oh. flare. All of those things. It needs to be like Red Robin. I feel like you can do it if, if you're a young person, if you work at Red Robin, I think nope. then it's okay. No, nope. only Denny's. Only de- I haven't Maybe. seen a Red Robin in years. Oh, I was actually, Red Robin. I was yelling about this the other day because there has been, I've noticed I'm getting old because I, I like landmark things with landmarks that don't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I go yeah. like the old turn by the old po- post office or I say like, oh, yeah, it's in the parking lot with the old Red Robins. Like it hasn't been Red Robins. I'm convinced for 36 years. There was I, there was a Red Robin uh, that was defunct in Edmonton when I drove past it and it no longer existed, but it still said Red Robin down the side, but they'd stripped the sign off. But it was like just like the old shadow of like the faded sun, which said Red Robin. <laughs> it was like legitimately kind of sad. And there was a huge for lease sign in front of it. <laughs> it's Red like Robin. Pizza Hut. You can never change. You can never make it look like anything else. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling point. to imagine a world without a Red Robin in it. Uh, are you? Well, that's because you live in Langford. The- I fucking love Red Robin. It's pretty tasty. I love Red Robin too. Red Robin, when I was, uh, I think, nine years old, my dad um, got me to eat a jalapeno when we were in Red Robin. Remember that? And I cried. Yep. Yeah, you fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was six months old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was li- this is my sister's. This has happened before. It's like, yeah, you were such a fucking little crybaby. I'm like, I was seven years old. Yeah, like, baby. You know what they did to me? They they did this thing where they they uh, got me to swear. My cousins and my sister, they're all the same age, the, the four of them, they're all girls, and they would pick on me, and they got me to swear, and then they told me that they recorded it, and then they blackmailed me for like a week. And, my, sorry. Sister, and my sister was like, it was the 80s. Don't you think you would have noticed if we had a recorder? It would have been the size of the tent, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't an idiot. I was seven years old. <laughs> you were an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. I told my, I made my sister swear it, And I told her that the police were coming to get her. Cause my mom always used to tell us the cops are coming when we're bad. Yeah. She'd be like, that's it. I'm calling the cops. So then she swore and I was like, that's it. I told her I recorded it. And then I packed her bags and put them out on the front step. So when my mom came home from work, she was just like, I can't believe. They're coming, and my mom's like, "What is wrong?" She's like, "I, I said shit." So I was fucking <laughs> ready to go, ready to uh, fucking head to jail. That's fantastic. Hey, listen, I got a hot take. Yeah, let's do it. I don't like uh, Mexican food in North America. Shut up. In North America. Oh my god. Shut up. I think it's uh, I think it's bullshit. I think it is um, <laughs> way overpriced. It's crazy how expensive it is. It's never as good as I want it to be. I just I can't pay fifteen dollars for three tiny tacos that are smaller than the palm of my hand. I just like you know what I mean, and I mean without the fingers, like the palm of my hand. Like you know, where are you going from? You're going to hoity-toity Mexican. You're going yeah, to like fucking taco cafe Mexico. Ordered two burritos. There's a place in Vancouver I really like called Mescal that's fantastic, and but yeah, there so I ordered good. two burritos from there one time, fifty bucks. What? What? You're going to some places. You need to go to Three Gringos. What's that? Where's That's that? That's the Mexican place out here. It is some solid shit. 
Yeah, but is it going to be crazy expensive? There's a Mexican no, restaurant. There's a Mexican restaurant in uh, Victoria on Quadra and View that is I don't know the name of it, but it's run by uh, like a family. Like the like the child, like the oh. son comes up and certain. We went there. It's one time. so good. Yeah, it's so good. I love that spot. But I'm just I, I'm not to sound douchey, but I'm definitely going to sound douchey. But man, if you're in LA and you go to like <laughs> fuck right. <laughs> This is the second time Dan's brought up LA, and it's only the first time you're hearing it. Wait, what was the other time? Just it was a it was a celebrity drop. It was a Justin Chapman drop. Oh, that wasn't LA based. That was a (laughs) very specific get bent. (laughs) We uh, you go you uh, the best tacos I've ever had were in uh, um, a a shoe store parking lot at a big stupid truck with a guy just carving mystery meat off of like a carvery thing in the parking lot with no safe at all and they were 75 cents each and they were insanely good they were so good you can't get that here you also can't get queso here like good queso like proper queso so like when you're in texas and they give you the fucking white like you ever have you ever have you ever been to texas either of you yeah austin you've been to austin did, yeah. you it, did you eat it torchies? Okay, I had this thing in Austin that I have not been able to find here, which is it's called like a puffy taco. And it's essentially they just like deep fry the taco shell. You know what I mean? Yes. I, do I can't find it. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The farther so south, good. <laughs> almost like the closer you get to Mexico. Crazy. Yeah, man. I, like I'm telling you, the queso at, at tor- and torchies is very like Tex-Mex, but they make this one that's called a, like a, it's called a, a trailer park. And it's like a, it's a strip of fried chicken with like American cheese in it, in a taco. It's so Oh my funny. God. It's just a heart attack waiting to happen. Absolute trash, but so good. Do you want to know the best get, Mexican? You just can't Sorry, get, it's just not, it's never, it's never what I want it to be. Like I, if I'm not, if I, if, if, if ever I go up for food with uh Chelsea Liu, former host of the show, we're only either getting sushi or Mexican. I swear to God, that's the only food that woman eats. Um, and it's that's, never, it's never that good. Fair. The that's best. My, that's me too. I pick that yeah. all the time. Sushi I, I or tacos. I, I eat sushi more than anything else. Probably. Uh, I eat a lot of sushi. I really like it. I'm gonna take you to a good Mexican restaurant when you come here, so that I can change your opinion of it. It's okay. good. Okay. It will be all served on the same plate. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm saying it's too like like Taqueria is our little tiny taco place here, and it's um, it's good, but it's just too much money for what I'm getting. It's just like like how much per taco is it? It's not uh, per taco. It's like seven dollars or some shit. It's too much. Yeah, you gotta go on happy hour or something. Yeah, fuck you know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I don't. You good Mexican in Vegas. Yeah, but Vegas doesn't count because Vegas is just like a whirlwind of like everything's fucked and like I, it's, you're you're so fucked up. It doesn't really matter. I I ate at uh, I ate at Momofuku in uh, in Vegas. That was crazy. That was was it best, good? It was the best food I've ever had in my life. It was uh it was I got those buns, the like pork pork buns. Oh my oh, god, yeah. Yeah. so good. And also I ate. Um, okay, so when I was in Vegas, I ate. At this restaurant, it's like this hidden restaurant. You go, it's in the Cosmopolitan and you, you uh, hotel, and you go through this like. I barely can remember because I was so fucked up. But like we went through like a like the music <laughs> store, and you go through it, and then suddenly you're in a restaurant. And the only thing I remember about the restaurant is they served you 
um, a spoon, like a, you know, the spoons you get when you order pho or pho, depending on how yeah, you, yeah. you get that. And it was a little tiny, tiny bowl of tomato soup with a grilled cheese sandwich that was like the size of your nose, like a little tiny grilled, like grilled cheese sandwich bites with like a spoonful of tomato soup. And it was, what? yeah. It was and cool. a moose-bouche. Yeah, it was cool as shit. But then I ate a scallop and then I uh, had an allergic reaction and I had to go out onto the strip and like find an EpiPen, but I couldn't find one. So I had to drink like half a bottle of Benadryl, but I was like 13 gin and tonics deep and not to mention like a <laughs> fist full of cocaine. And then I had to like, and then we just carried on the night. Like it was fine. The, the only person to ever die from speedballing on gin and Benadryl. <laughs> okay, while you're in Grand Prairie, Mm-hmm. So the best Mexican food I have ever had, and you're gonna laugh, both of you, was when we lived in Peace River, and there's <laughs> a Mexican family that moved to Peace River and opened this restaurant of authentic Mexican food, and I think it's called <laughs> Su Casa in Peace River. It's like two hours from Grand Prairie. Not doing that. Okay. So good. Well, you should anyway, because twelve foot Davis, like, duh, you're that close. You're gonna miss twelve foot Davis. What's twelve foot Davis? Everything in Peace River is twelve foot Davis. What does that mean? I don't have no I, idea what the words mean. How you're how drunk are you right now? I'm not <laughs> drunk, so I'm, I'm not drunk. I'm a little bit flushed, <laughs> but I'm fine. Um, and there was a famous guy in Peace River who struck it rich on a uh, twelve foot, whatever they're called for minors. What are they called? Dude, no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> when you have like not a plot, but like when you have a what's it, a claim. He had a, a, claim. a claim that was only 12 foot wide, 12 feet wide. Oh, struck it rich. And his last name was Davis. And now everything in Peace River is named after 12 foot Davis. There's oh, a park. Fun. There's a road. There's statues. Fucking there's a gas station. It's everything. Probably not even true. Probably it's not. But whatever. If you're going to fucking Peace River, Alberta, you better check out 12 foot Davis. Everything. All right. Listen. And the Mexican restaurant. Listen, if, if you own a Mexican restaurant or any restaurant and people are ordering food, give them their own plates. Give them yeah. their own goddamn plates. Yeah, right? it's not like, stop. I don't like any, like, here's the thing. I'm I'm a pretty positive person. You don't need to force me to, like, have some sort of exchange with somebody. If I'm at a restaurant eating with them already, we don't have to have the extra closeness of fucking our food touching also it's a pandemic yeah also we're in the middle of a goddamn pandemic you think they're trying to save money on dishwashers yeah or i think i honestly and this would this is what annoys me the most i think it's like where they think we're bring they're we're being brought together i was like we're already together because then you get it with like a, a, a a trendy bartender that comes up and says stupid shit and wears hawaiian shirts and i'm like no I'm like I like to sit at if I like to sit at the bar and be sad and watch baseball like the fucking Lord intended. I don't want to sit there and be pepped up. I hate this place. I hate yeah. it. I don't like it's, it. Never but I mean the tacos are really good. All right, all right. I'll go there with you next time I'm there. All right. Okay, okay. Um Sarah, you want to go next? Sure. <laughs> I don't I have no idea what you're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I already talked for 40 minutes about my hate, but this will be fine. Um, I hate the lack of communication between nighttime Sarah and daytime Sarah. Yes. Like they live two parallel lives and don't intersect until it's too late. (laughs) Yeah, I get this. Give us an example. Tell us what happened. Uh, Well, um, like daytime, nighttime Sarah wants absurd alcoholic beverages brought Mm -hmm. to her. 
Right. Daytime Sarah is in full regret of the text messages she's already sent. <laughs> Saying, so we're camping, and I'm like, my brother-in-law, our our brother-in-law, who's married to our sister, had not arrived yet. And I knew that's he had how to go brother-in-law's to work. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's he's married to our sister. <laughs> he could be my husband's brother. That's my yep. brother-in-law, too. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. That is that's a fair win. That's a fair go win. Fuck, I'll go fuck myself. That is fine. Hey, you can go fuck yourself. Uh anyway, I uh texted him, drunk Sarah, sent a text requesting um many rainbow twist palmbays. <laughs> I already consumed a sick pack of those when I sent the text. You had already consumed sick. You left that out last time you talked. You had already yeah. had six. Of no, them? I maybe I consumed three. I you had some. Back, you don't need to back down. It's I was actually shocked. I know I had six, but I think I shared them with our sister. That's a thing. Here's a, but do you, that's a, that's a panic booze order, which I've done so many times. Cause yeah. I'm just like, I'm looking at what I have left. I'm looking at all the idiots who didn't bring enough around me. And I'm like, I start to panic order. I'm yeah. like, I'm go to Costco, it. bring four bottles of Prosecco and a, one of those fucking vodkas that are nine feet tall. <laughs> that makes, that makes more sense though, than six rainbow pompeys. Like, rainbow twist, rainbow twist. Uh, Which if you haven't had one, tastes like a fucking rainbow. Of well, I fucking rainbow. can't have one, okay? <laughs> I meant to the listeners in general. <laughs> Listen, also imagine I relapsed on Rainbow Twist Palm Bay. <laughs> Would have recommended the hangover's intense. It's so much sugar. That's also it's my so favorite hangover claim is when people are like, I just drank too many sugary drinks. It's like, did you have 15 sugary drinks? Yes, I might have. It's like, yeah, I probably I did. did. If you had so I texted our brother-in-law requesting the Rainbow Twist Palm Bay's. The next morning, I realized the error of my ways as I'm dying. Text him. That was nighttime, Sarah. Please don't bring me rainbow twist pombays. I need something else. <laughs> which he texted one well, not coming until tomorrow. So we'll see what nighttime Sarah has to say again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is also just furthering the panic boost because now it's a full nother day. Who runs right? Who runs out of booze and then only asks for six more drinks? Of the worst drinks. Of the worst, but like, but like, even quantity amount, like quantity amount. You know what I mean? Like, you're out of booze, and then you're only asking for six. Brittany, I, the panic buying looks way different for me as well. I'm like, grab as much beer that can fit into your trunk. And do you know a guy who sells coke? You don't. Yeah. And he's gonna need you to meet Jeff Mike at the gas station. Mister <laughs> Mike, to you. Yeah. Super, super get me 12 foot get me 12 what was it 12 foot davis get me 12 yeah. foot davis and tell me to let's split that cocaine money up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who That's, hasn't been there i'm I, like uh, also when you ask people do you know somebody who sells coke and they say no you're like oh did you just want to have this conversation privately like you don't know a guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you like, don't know i what, don't know you, a guy there's you know. one guy in town that you walk past that you're like that guy knows a guy. Even if you know, don't know a guy, you know someone who knows a guy. Oh, I know people that know guys, but I don't think yeah, I, I don't definitely know a guy right now. So by that logic, you do right know. now for the last 15 to 20 years, I haven't known a guy. I I <laughs> know a guy for sure. <laughs> I, I, I have a similar issue uh, as you with the nighttime to daytime thing, uh, but it looks different now than it used to. Like my before... 
before I quit drinking, nighttime me was a huge problem for daytime me. Like a really, really bad problem all the time because nighttime me could justify any actions. I don't think there was any functions that were important like family. I used to have like this inf- like affinity to like getting fucked up specifically before events that I wasn't supposed to get fucked up for. And I don't know why that is like, yeah, I like if I had that to- was my entire 20s for sure. Yeah, it was also my most of my thirties, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Always mature later. Don't give yourself a hard time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I had to help some, if I had to help a friend, yeah, thanks. All right. <laughs> I, uh, if I had to help a friend, I, there was a more than one occasion where I had to help a friend move. A one time, my friend Bronwyn, I just didn't even show up at all because I was fucked. Um, I, you know, I would always show up hungover. I mean, I was supposed to ref a, a road hockey tournament for a brewery one time. And I, I, I remember that specifically me calling in and being like, I'm not going to make it. I haven't gone to bed yet. And I, and like, it was so normal for me to do that, that like, it didn't feel like anything for me to, to have to call it off. But yeah, I would just like, I would fuck myself over the next day completely. I'll like, and it was always like, Oh uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just stop by for one or I'll just go for one. I'll just see what they're doing. You know, I'll just pop by and say, Hey, like it it was, but it was never that. That was always just a little lie. I told myself to like get myself going. And that's why for me, I just don't interact with it at all because nighttime, I don't have that issue anymore. Nighttime me goes to fucking bed now. Like a nighttime, (laughs) like if I'm not doing stand up, I'm in bed at nine 30. Like for sure. As I get older, nighttime me is like that. Like if I have a show, obviously, like I have to sleep later in the day if I have a show at night because I'm like, I can't. I'm tired. But like night, I still have this problem of like it's once I get a drink in me, nighttime me is like, let's party. Me too. But I know. I'm like, let's crank up the music. Right. My mom's very similar to the good lady, good lady. But she's literally like, if you crank the music up, above uh, an alexis volume three she's fucking loses her mind she's like turn that down you're gonna blow our eardrums oh i thought you meant she was gonna go the other way like she loses her mind three three drinks in she's like alexis volume 400 oh i see okay she has like one glass of fucking pinot grigio and she's like (laughs) dancing with the alexis and telling it fucking turn it up i love that so fun alexis's are great because you can just like we were, uh, we were at a buddy's house for Thanksgiving one year, and they had to actually eventually take the Alexis away from me because every single time no one was looking, I would say, Alexis, play the Aladdin soundtrack. And I <laughs> doing that over and over again, and they were like, we have to unplug it because you won't stop, and you're kind of ruining Thanksgiving. And yeah. Um, the Aladdin, sa- Aladdin soundtrack's really good. We have the I Google do. Home, and I think our neighbors hate it because I get in our pool, and I'm like, hey, Google. <laughs> and then I, I have like two glasses of wine. Hey Google, turn it up. Yeah, hey that's Google, I'll play country. Hey yeah. Google, where's Kenny Chesney? Like yeah. I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm actually surprised not firing up right now as I'm shouting at you. It's yeah, you're just like telling them to turn up. Like it wasn't me by Shaggy or yeah. like yeah. yeah, like like smooth Rob Thomas and. Carlos Santana, like that. that's the music my sister likes. She's- or my kids got a ton of friends. Like, there's all these kids in the pool. I'm like, hey, turn up Tupac. Like, that's not appropriate. 
<laughs> yeah, it's not probably because it's not hardcore enough now. Like they're not like it's not, it's not it's not harsh. No, they're not talking. It's Tupac's not rapping about snorting Xanax, so they don't like it. Yeah, they're they're like this doesn't. I can understand all the words. It's not mumbled all together. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, it. You know, my twelve year old actually said today. Do you want to know what I like? Oh, what's the redheaded kid's name that sings? Oh, uh, uh, Ed Sheeran. Yes, he's like. Do you know what I like about Ed Sheeran? You can hear what he says. Not like Justin Bieber. I don't know what he's saying half the time. Oh, he's already old. Also, JB is amazing. We don't talk badly about Justin Bieber. We're, Never talk badly about Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber in front Bieber. of me. This is a yeah. pro Justin Bieber uh, podcast. All Justin Bieber all the time. Yeah, I'm all JBs. I've so I I've literally been defending Justin Bieber since he was 11 and I was 20, and it was inappropriate for me to like him. Good for you, I've just been like, you know yeah. what? He's just a good kid. Yeah, I also was like, you know what? He's he's doing he's having a good time. Leave him alone. I think I might have hated him when in my earlier twenties, but he really I I I became a fan at Purpose. Purpose is a great album. Uh, there's a song right now oh. him that he features on called Stay. Oh, Chef's Kiss, great song. Also, uh, Despacito is the greatest song ever made. What song? I was uh my my nephew goes to Spanish immersion school. And I was like, I was singing Despacito over and over. And he was like, do you even know what that means, Auntie? And I was like, no, but that's the joy of it. And he's like, slow. It just means go slow. This is a song about sex. And I was like, hey, why don't you put your seatbelt on? Break <laughs> <laughs> <Quick> check, motherfucker. <laughs> There's a reason you can't sit in the front because you're not old enough and you can't tell me what to do. That's why. <laughs> Man, so it looks different. I don't have, da- I don't have nighttime, daytime fucking myself over vibes now what it is for me now is it's like it's just now versus now me versus later me like i never like I, I, we already talked about this i know but like my uh my apartment is like very tidy I, but it didn't used to be i was the kid in school who if you put one more piece of paper in their desk all the stuff would slide out on the floor. like that was me so disorganized and everything and uh you know i thought i had to get testing done for add and all the shit and i got diagnosed with add turns out just an alcoholic just hadn't found out. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're like, yeah, 100%. That's the look I would give my brother if he told me he didn't have ADD. Cleared, yeah. up, cleared, up, cleared it all up. I don't feel like I have ADD now. I feel very organized and, uh, and you chill. You 100%. Oh, wait, I did forget to press record. I was like, Dad, you didn't <laughs> press start. <laughs> you didn't press start. You get overwhelmed fairly easily. Fairly easily? You think I get overwhelmed easily? I would like to see you do a quarter ounce of what happens in a day for me. Overwhelmed easily. Go. Fuck you couldn't it. do my that's job thing. for a fucking second. Dude, Relax. that's the thing about people with ADD, though. They do well with a lot of tasks. Yeah. Like, you could dump a pile of shit on somebody with ADD, and if they if you can figure out how to channel your energy, like, the most appropriate person to do a job like that. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe um, my alcoholism and my like awareness of it is what set me free of my ADD because it led me into doing cognitive behavior therapy. I think you still have ADD. I think you just manage it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. That's that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. So it. I mean, because I used to be, it, it never occurred to me that later me is still me. Do you know what I mean? Like it literally felt like it was a different. And still does if I'm if I'm you know not being careful of it like it's later me is still a totally different person so I'll like leave messes around my house or do whatever um, 
and and, and, and be like, oh, I'll clean that up later. Like, you know, and then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, fuck, there's stuff all over the place. I hate it. Well, it's like, dude, now it's our laundry one, you know, like we all do it. But, uh, <laughs> it, you know, once I realize, oh, I'm just going to have to do that later. I should do it now. And then I just feel better when I do stuff immediately right now. I know this is a totally different topic than talking about drunk person at night doing different stuff. Oh, but it's a similar vein. It's because I get it because I'm that way too where I'm like, like even like 30 seconds before I came on here or like it was actually three hours is what happened. But then I made it my problem 30 seconds before because I stripped <laughs> all my sheets to throw it into the wash. Yeah. And then I was like, that's a later me problem. Yeah. Like, do you mean when you go to bed and you won't have clean sheets? Is yeah. that when it will affect you in four hours exactly what i'm talking about i mean my sponsor used to joke about it with me and we'd be like why are you fucking later you over that's still you constant i'm like oh fuck man that is we all do it i do the exact same thing too like i'll just do this laundry later well then you're fucked you have nothing to wear to work tomorrow yeah laundry is not a thing that you can just do real quick it's a three-hour thing it's an ordeal although i will say our washing machine just broke Mm-hmm. Not ju- it's fixed now. Well, you and, look uh, like you look like you're working fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> got you good. I got you good. You fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Um, our washing machine broke, and I had to go to the laundromat. I'm 44 oh, years old. Oh, that's I own a home. I own a home. Why wouldn't you go to mom and dad's house? Because I was like, mom and dad's house is far. It's like a 20 to 30 minute drive. And they only have one washing machine. I'm like, and, you and our dryer wasn't broken. And you got to talk to them about whatever the fuck that they're talking about that day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to talk to them and shit. Uh, so I went to the laundromat and I did four loads of laundry all at once. Then brought it home and dried it. And it felt kind of good. Did it make you feel like you went out and did a task? Like it made you feel like accomplished? I kind of did. Like did and I, got, I felt like I got it done fast. Like instead of me being like, eh. Probably going to wash this load of laundry three times because I keep forgetting to take it out of the, la- the washing machine and now it stinks. Just going to keep throwing soap in there and refiring it up. Oh, every day of my life. Every my day. poor sister, who I, I live with my sister, and she's like, it's the one thing. We don't fight about anything. But she's like, dude, please fucking switch your load. This whole upstairs stinks. <laughs> I'm like, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, my, we, have, we bill at hockey players. And one last year, he phoned me and he's like, um, your your lawn. I need really need to do laundry, and your laundry's been in there for a week in the washing machine. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I'm such a jerk!" Just throw away the wash on the floor. Throw it into the garbage. It's been sitting there in a week. You're buying a new wardrobe. It's gone. Like forget. Oh it. no, you just wash it on hot with double the soap. You're solid, I, and a little bit of vinegar. You're I go. live in a building that uh, is 14 suites, and we all share laundry. And um, yeah, I, it's like my worst nightmare to accidentally leave it in there and then someone else has to deal with it. I feel so bad and I did it. I did it a couple of days ago, but he was like, he was like, man, whoever's doing, whoever's doing uh, laundry or uh, your wash is finished, like so passive aggressive. And I'm like, oh, oh, like yelled it up the building. No, he texted it into the group chat. We have a group chat. In, the building. in your apartment building, you have a group chat? Yeah, we all know each other. That's my worst nightmare. Everyone knows each other. It's the best. No, we have some, we do boot camps together. We're all super fun. Somebody just moved out. So like three different suites all moved around and now it's all new and exciting. I have like my neighbor Baxter just moved like one door down for me closer. So now we're Of course your neighbor's name is fucking Baxter. That's a dog's name. (laughs) (laughs) 
We got uh, I, have a, I have a new downstairs neighbor, my friend Larry, uh, who's Larry. A, Larry's a woman. Uh, she lives downstairs for me now. And then uh, and then our, our our old guy who used to live here moved back in. His name's Batu. <laughs> He's from Turkey. Uh, he actually just finished second in the Calgary Half Ironman. He's a oh dentist. wow. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, it's good because he's gonna move in. He's sponsored by all these like cycling gear uh, things, and me and him are the same size, so he's gonna give me all his hand me downs. So I'm so fired up that he's here. That's anyway. awesome. the whole point of apartment building living is the anonymity of it. Yeah, this you never have to make eye contact or speak to somebody. Yeah. You're living in fucking Melrose Place. That's oh, my I'm, worst. <laughs> I love it though. It's the best. I'm, I, I'm totally. <laughs> it's so good. Here's the thing though, all the other suites share bathrooms. Oh. Except for me, I have one in mind. So, but they all the others share bathrooms. But I, I, I was like, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. But then it was put to me in this perspective: if you live with a roommate, you share bathrooms, but you also share the whole rest of the house. These people only have to share the bathroom, but then the whole rest of the house is just them. So, it's not, and the rent's only like five hundred bucks. So it's That's actually a real positive spin on sharing a bathroom. Yeah, it, it kind of is though, right? Like it's the same as having a roommate, only you don't have to share the rest of the thing. Kind of makes sense. And, and they have somebody who cleans them so that you don't have to like, yeah. Um, it's only 500 bucks there. That's actually a steal of a deal. For them. That's absurd. That's not normal. Just so you know, Brittany, that's not the normal price of a rental in Victoria. It's more like $2,000. Yeah, but not yeah. even a bathroom. I think it's... I feel like even that's a good deal for sharing a bathroom. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. Speaking of which. Uh, you if we to- hear you go down the hallway, we'll know you're lying about having your own. <laughs> <laughs> leave the door open um, Brittany, <laughs> these are delicious yo dude i really want one of these like i marked it down i have you a little book and i was did. like martini prosecco ice pops yeah fro secco oh fro secco <laughs> they're because really good i'm getting a little bit drunk i'm not gonna lie i am too because i did ask my sister to make me a drink which was very nice of her but there was no mix for the tequila so she just made me tequila and ice <laughs> but she did salt the rim so i'm not here to complain who can complain that that's really nice. that was very nice she came up and grabbed the glass for me and brought it back and now i have more tequila so that's nice i'm supposed to be making um cod au gratin for dinner Ooh, what is cod au gratin uh well it's cod like fish yeah. and then i guess it's got a cheese sauce i have the recipe but Ooh. i have not made it before and i'm getting pretty drunk so Looks like no one's, they're not going to have cod. They're going to have cod. Oh, somebody else. Oh, I think they have to eat the cod because I have to cook it tonight. So I'm going to have to suck it up and drunk cook. <laughs> Which is actually kind of fun. Put I feel like I on. should video it. Yeah, it could be, it could make for a good uh, TikTok. It could. Oh, yeah, it could. It could. <laughs> it I, uh, many ways. My mom makes salmon roly poly. You ever had that? No, but what is it? I love salmon. It's basically salmon, but it's like it's salmon, but it's rolled in sort of a breading, like 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 almost like um like a Wellington, almost like a salmon Wellington. Ooh! But it's like rolled, and then yeah. there's a cheese sauce over top of it, probably similar to the cod cheese sauce. It sounds uh, yeah, it sounds similar. Sounds gross. It's what? So I'm having good. cod au gratin for dinner, but I'm getting drunk, mm. so we'll see how it plays cod out. Cod au gratin sounds fucking so gross. With roasted asparagus and salad. That sounds like a nightmare. As somebody who sounds doesn't, I don't really like seafood very much unless it's sushi. So, mm. cod au gratin. Next time you come over, we should get seafood or um, sushi from the place by my house because it's the best sushi in Victoria. 
Well, first of all, you're not in Victoria. You're in Langford, so it's going to be. Sorry, in the how capital far, regional district. How far is Langford from Victoria? Like 15 minutes. No. Oh. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like closer than the Okotoks are to Calgary. Let's. <laughs> Langford is like that is like uh, evergreen in Calgary. Oh no. yeah, no. this is basically where I live. I live in Mackenzie Lake in Calgary because oh, okay. I, I I had no interest in living downtown. I was a tradesman for so long, so I was like, I'll just buy in the burbs. I'm fucking stuck in the burbs. Well, you can just buy a home if you want. That's a nice thing about living not here. <laughs> I bought a house. Yeah, again in Langford. Uh, <laughs> Sarah has, has a pool. It has a pool, Brittany, an in-ground oh pool that's like you can dive. Oh man! I, I mean, I don't mean to invite myself, but as soon as you're, I'm play, if I play hecklers down, you're coming. It's uh, like, this is a that pool. the comedian crash pad. You two, be, you two will be best friends for. Sure. I want one of those uh, frozen proseccos. I'll, oh, I'll bring. Brittany, I'll bring a case. We can get so drunk and have sushi and swim. That sounds like a very nice day. Well, that concludes the podcast for today. <laughs> Wait, can I do mine? Though? Can I do mine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yours. What's your hate? Is it going to be uh, stupid? No, it's not stupid. I hate the speed limit. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't. I don't like the speed limit. I don't think there should be speed limits. Well, <laughs> you're dumb. Of course, there should be speed limits. Okay, okay, okay. I think it's fine to have speed limits in town in where people live. Uh, like in, in towns, I think 30, 40 kilometers an hour is bullshit. Um, hold on. Hey, Siri, how many kilometers are – hey, oh, fuck. Hold on. Are you drunk? <sighs> I wish. Hey, Siri, how many miles an hour is 30 kilometers an hour? It's, it's- – kilometers per hour is 18.6 okay so 20 okay so in like i think that 20 miles an hour is uh too slow uh for a city for the city um i think that school zones should be um only school zones between drop off and pick up times i don't think there's any reason for school zones to be a school zone at 11 a.m all the kids are in school (laughs) fuck you let me drive 50 through there children are never like on the field or why am i driving on the field why am i driving on a field i'm not driving someone drove on our field yesterday yeah but you live in langford (laughs) no i work in sandwich (laughs) why did someone drive on your field hold on we're having mass okay here's my other hate we're having massive construction at our school we're having massive construction we're having are you damaged? Like, what's going on here? Just didn't hear you. Okay, we're having a big. Our school is a construction site currently. Yeah. And um, the tradesmen have decided to park on the field, but they're morons. So the kids are out playing, and they're just fucking ripping through the field in their trucks. Yeah, like, that's, this whoa. is crazy. That's not. This is not a good argument for what I'm saying because this is not a normal thing that happens. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but I'm saying is like, so our school has a a field like a road in front of it no no you don't the kids are at the the like anything could happen they could like kids don't think they jump over a fence they go after a ball and you're going 60 down the road and you fucking nail them i said no you're not 60 yeah but if I, by the way if i hit a kid going 30 isn't that gonna like like you if, okay. if you want to hit the kid you want to you want it to be quick and painless don't you <laughs> i feel like you're missing the point if you're going 30 you can <laughs> stop you dumb fuck how about this? How about 80? How about we prop it up to 80? Because then if you get them, no, 
I don't want kids to suffer. I don't know. You sounds like you want kids to suffer. Well, you, what yeah. I'm hearing, Dan, is you hate the Paralympics. That's all I'm hearing from you. <laughs> or I'm trying to create more <laughs> athletes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, okay, I'll agree with you on on a highway, like from so from Calgary to on Highway One all the way through the national parks. That's ninety. There's no need for that. It should be why go down from 120 yeah, to well, 90. That well, bothers me. Yeah. In a city with kids, that's hard. It's hey, like I'm 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 fucking around. Like I'm talking about the highway. Like the highway yeah, yeah. Edmonton or Calgary and Edmonton, the Queenie too, I believe it's called. Huh? You're yeah, <laughs> really really getting to know your Berta. I do I, I'm a Berta boy now. Tell you, <laughs> tell you what I'm a Berta there you go. boy now. Yeah, I uh I, I got a speeding first of all, I did get a speeding ticket on that highway. Um, so, uh, but that's not why I brought this up. Okay. It's not entirely why I brought this up. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I just slipped on a MAGA hat to bring up a uh, boy. Since we're going Berta, we're going to go full Berta, baby. To talk oh, about- sad day. Hey, You'd like us to refer to him as Chad from now on. Highway <laughs> the highway between Calgary and Edmonton <laughs> is a fucking straight line. Why yeah. is there a speed limit? Just go as fast as you want. No animals. One... What animals? There's what ben- if you hit a bighorn sheep or a cougar? There's no big. What if you hit a puma? These are such bad examples <laughs> of, of animals that you might hit on a prairie. <laughs> Just a woman named a, Dar- fucking- a woman named Darlene's the only cougar you're gonna smoke on. <laughs> uh, yeah, what about a buffalo? Know. What if you hit a fucking bison? You're not. You're probably not gonna though. And also, if you hit a bison going 110, same difference as hitting one going 180. Doesn't what about matter. a moose? Same thing. You're fucked. If you hit up going 110 as opposed to 170, you're fucked either way, I think. Dude, moose to- are so big. Yeah. It actually blows my mind how big they are. Right? Yeah, you're fucked if you hit one regardless, right? Like, it's, it, it, here's okay, on my travel, in my travels to Europe. Oh my God. I did get to drive the Autobahn, which by was- the way, I thought was just one road somewhere yeah. in Germany. It turns out it's the, all the highways are just the. Oh, highways. what? I didn't know that. I thought it was just one road. It's not. It's, that's just what the highways. Is. Is I bet you because it's like carway or something. Like yeah. I wonder what Bonn means in German. Good, I think. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's good auto. Good auto. Yeah. Uh, like auto. All of a sudden. Okay, I'm gonna Google it. What does autobahn mean? If you speak German. Let us know. This is where we need to ask the listeners things. Oh, my mother-in-law speaks German, but she doesn't listen. And my sister-in-law does. And now my two-year-old nephew speaks half German and half English. It's so fucking frightening. Ich habe ein Hubschrauber in mein Toast. Google it here. That means I have a helicopter in my pants. Are you ready? <laughs> Autobahn. 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 It's just saying Autobahn over and over again. I know. I know. You're not That's helping. Whole. So anyway. So it's no whole- Sorry, carry on. There's no speed limit. So... There's speed limits at some parts. Okay, so when I drove it, I was like, okay, if I'm going like 140 or something, like if I'm going slow or whatever, I'll just go in the right lane and that's fine. Absolutely not. It's not okay. Minimum speed, like 170. Like people, and you're going like, at one point I was doing like probably 180, 190 and a car just like flew past us. Like it was like, okay, this is fucked. But it didn't feel unsafe because when everyone's going that speed, 
it just feels like normal. Like it doesn't, it's not actually that crazy. It's not, I think it only feels that crazy because we're not allowed to do it. Like I just drove back. I, I drove from Edmonton to Victoria on Saturday. I was going to yeah. at a hotel in Salmon Arm. I was going to spend the night there. Um, but I got to Jasper and I'm like, I just want to go home. I'm just going to go home. And I just yeah. drove, I drove That's home. a long way. I drove six thirty in the morning. I left Edmonton. I caught the five p.m. ferry to Victoria. <laughs> oh my god, that's not I safe. So fast. I, it was so fun. The heart, my highest speed I hit was two twenty. Oh my god, that's so fast. You're so a menace. Sick. You're a menace to society. I was on the, the Coquihalla, man. That's the that's the Canadian Autobahn. No, it's it, not. You should be allowed to go as fast as you want on the highway. It's totally safe. It's completely fine. It's it's when you're going that fast the whole time. Like I was going like minimum 150 the whole time, pretty much whenever possible. And it doesn't feel like you're going fast because you get used to it, and then it's just normal. Do you if you increase the speed limits? I promise you, you would not have more accidents. I don't think it would be any more dangerous. I think it would be exactly the same. Sure, people who got in accidents would be vaporized, but. <laughs> That's probably going to save us a ton of money on medical. You know what I mean? So, oh, ever since you put that mega hat on, you've had some interesting <laughs> ideas. It's like it's infiltrating your brain. <laughs> Listen, what I, get, um, I get that all lives matter. Okay. When did you get when? Okay. Don't you have an end still? No. Really? Oh, uh, just for those listening, we have a graduated licensing program in BC. You first, you go get your your take your first test. It's a, and you get an L, and you put a you literally have to stick a, a red letter L on the back of your car. It's and shiny. You can, only, you can only drive. It's shiny. It's it's fucking whack. And then you have to you can only drive with certain people on certain times and stuff. And then you have to have that for what a year? I Six think? months, I think. Months, Maybe. And then you have to take another test. They have to really prove yourself. They make you fucking, uh, they make you like swerve around cones and do a 360. No, I'm just kidding. But they like, they, yeah, you get another, and then you get an N, you get a green N for new, and that goes on your car, and you have that for a year. And any traffic infraction you get, it starts your year over again. Yeah. But I never put it on my car ever. I just never put the N on a car that I was driving because I was like, I'm not going to be a beacon for them to fucking pull me over whenever they want. And I never <laughs> got pulled over ever. That's not true. I got pulled over once um, on my way home and I was drunk. <laughs> I, was, I got pulled over. I, I had drank. I had had, uh, I think I had like three Negronis. <laughs> I was driving but, home. But at least you were, you were doing it with a little class. Yeah. Is what right? you're saying. Classy yeah. Were you and driving I, Granny's car? Uh, no, I have no comment. <laughs> were you driving Mom and Dad's car? No, no, no. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was Granny's car, which was that. Which at that point was my car. Hold on. So let me get this straight. You weren't in L.A. or on the autobahn. <laughs> no, or in, yeah, no, no. I was, I was on Foul Bay Road, and then uh, the cop. This cop. This cop pulled me over. Um, I wasn't speeding or anything, um, and he pulled me over, and I was like, "I'm fucked. I'm so fucked." And then he. I didn't have my N on either, like nothing. And if you have an N, there's zero tolerance for alcohol. They're not allowed to like, there's nothing. So um, he pulled me over and he like breathalyzed me. And first of all, he said, did you have anything to drink tonight? And I was like, nope. And then he goes, okay, I'm going to breathalyze you. Correct answer. Yeah. And then he breathalyzed me and he's like, well, 
that wasn't true. You definitely did have something to drink tonight. And I was like, I just didn't say anything. And then he said, uh, he goes, you, he says, you didn't blow over, but you have had some alcohol in your system. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's from and yesterday, like, sir. Oh, and I was like, oh, you know what? My friend ordered a Negroni and I'd never had one before. So I had a little sip of it. It's probably just that. I forgot. And he goes, well, that's a lie. You lied to me. You said you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, man, I just forgot. Like, I'm really sorry. And he's like, you're like, hey, just, he, just so you know, officer, it's not against the law to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but then he let me go. He just let me go. And I, I like he could have fucked me. I didn't have an N on. He, I, I like I was drunk. I don't know if the thing must have been broken or something, because I definitely would have should have been over. Like, there's no way <laughs> um, I didn't feel drunk, probably because I was a you know, pretty severe alcoholic. Uh, I, I mean, I was driving drunk all the time. I used to I used to refer to cocaine as driving powder. I really hope my parents don't listen to this episode <laughs> hey but look at what you've overcome if there's hey, a lesson to learn doing great doing, doing great. good now I, now I just drive incredibly fast when I should be <laughs> I'm gonna I go ahead and say lucky to be alive I got a speeding ticket on my way from uh, Edmonton to Calgary there's just no or Calgary to Edmonton there's just no I don't think anyway I don't like speed limits on the highways I think it's just, I think it's just a cash grab that's what I think I I, uh, I got the guy pulled me over for speeding, and uh, he, he pulled me right over, and he come up, comes up to the window. I'm wearing sh- like short shorts and a sleeveless shirt, and he comes up, and he goes – he takes one look at me, and he goes, uh, hey, you think you, uh, you think you might need another tattoo there? <laughs> and I was like, I was like oh. I said, I said, oh, don't threaten me with a good time. And then I said, I'm going to get my stuff out of the glove compartment because I watch TV. And he was like, yeah, no problem. So I do. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm like I'm – like, uh, he asked me if I was in the industry. In the tattoo industry, and I was like, no. I was like, I used to date somebody who's a tattoo artist. He's like, oh, that makes sense then. And I said, oh. I said, actually, I started getting way more tattoos when I got sober. I, I, I was just like making conversation with the guy. And he's like, oh, you're sober, eh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, I'm going to breathalyze you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said that? Definitely. Like, he, he's like, it's, actually, it's standard for us to breathalyze you if we pull you over. I'm like, oh, yeah, on a Tuesday morning at 11, it's standard to breathalyze me? Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> sure. And then uh, – so I, and then and then um, I was like, yeah, I've not drink in four years. And then he breathalyzed me, and then I was like, uh, he goes, well, you blew zero. And I literally looked at him and said, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, what's your name and your badge number? Maybe we can fire a tattoo up for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If and I then can... I don't know if you do this, Brittany, but I I told him that I was on my way to do comedy. I told him I'm a comic because always tell cops you're a comic. Yeah, they, they will let you do. And I got pulled over one night going eighty up like a city street after hecklers one night and the cop was like what are you what are you doing i'm like i'm just coming home from work and he's like where do you work and i was like oh i was performing at hecklers tonight and then he's like (laughs) which is funny i was probably doing a guest spot or some shit (laughs) and then he's like uh he's like oh man he's like you're a comic i'm like yeah he's like i love comedy you know i always wanted to do it i'm like you should man there's lots of open mics in town blah 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 he's like yeah you know what man i'm just gonna give you a warning i'm like oh thanks man i'll see you later this has happened so many times airport security as well oh yeah man they just maybe not they're fascinated by it they're like what is it they're like well how did you get how did you start doing this i'm like i just failed at everything else for so long that this is now what i do yeah they're like (laughs) i was on my way to saskatchewan and i was driving through like it's one of those places where like it's a hundred and then you drive through a town that's a half a block and it's 50 and then it goes back up to 100. So you're like, you don't even realize that's happened. Yeah, the honeypot. So 
Yeah. Yeah. The honeypot. So a cop obviously just hangs out there, but we were late because we didn't account for the hour difference. Mm, right. And we were late. It was like the middle of winter and I was going 160 through a 50. Oh, oh. God damn. And we had rented the only vehicle we could rent last minute. Cause we like all rented a car. A vehicle was like this one ton truck. Oh. So, and the comics in the back, I was, I truly wasn't. I'm pretty transparent about drugs, but I was not doing drugs. I was driving, but yeah. they were smoking pot the whole way there. So literally we're going, this is what happens. We're going 160 through a 50. A cop pulls us over. Yeah. It looks like he's out of Fargo. Like he's got the hat. <laughs> it looks, he comes and he like taps on the window. The windows open. A puff of smoke comes out of the windows. <laughs> ben Bowser, how's it going? <laughs> I'm like, hey, and he's like, hey, I'm surprised I caught you. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was pretty I mean, good, and he's like, cab, he's like, where are you, where are you heading in such a? Or no, what did he say? He was like, uh, I'd say, where's the smoke for the fire you're headed towards? But I think we've all answered that question. <laughs> oh my god and i'm like oh my god like i don't know what to do and he's like what do you guys do and i'm like we're comedians we're coming from calgary we have to get to uh prince albert which is like an hour and a half north of saskatoon i'm like we're an hour late and i'm sorry we're just trying to make up for last time lost time i was like i didn't see the sign that said 50 he's like did you see the sign that said 100 yeah 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 totally <laughs> like, oh my god this guy hit- i was like yeah and he's like i'm gonna write you a ticket and I was like, that sounds, I'm like, that seems fair. And then he leaves and comes back and he goes, I want you to know that this doesn't seem like I'm doing you a favor because this is a $200 ticket, Yeah. but that I could absolutely pull you over, take the car away and take your license away. Yeah. He's cool. like, this is reckless endangerment. You're obviously smoking pot. And I was like, okay. And I was like, just, so you know, I'm not smoking pot. He's like, just so you know, you should roll down the windows. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, it's minus 50 outside. Yeah. I was like, do you know how cold it is out there? And he was just like, get to your show and do it safely and let us go. That's wow. so awesome. That's so, and also such bullshit. And so like in, in the way of like how much goddamn privilege we have. Like, 100%. Right? If we were this indigenous. Cop, this, this same cop. This same cop who gave me the ticket after I told him I was a comic and stuff, he's like, ah, he's like, he's like, you're doing 40 over the speed limit. But he's like, I knocked it down to five. So he's like, it's only, it was like 90 bucks and that's it. And like, yeah. that's so I, another guy, I got a speeding ticket on uh, this mountain pass called the Malahat near where we live. Uh, me and producer Alexi were in the car and he was like, there's this shitty town outside of Victoria called Duncan. And we were just driving there. just for the Where our grandma was born. <laughs> not that <laughs> shitty. Why is that the hill you're going to die on in this podcast? <laughs> That was good enough for that car you were driving. Yeah, yeah what the uh, fuck, man? This was my car. We were driving my car, and uh, I was going my current car, and we were going. I didn't even. We drove past the cops, and the cops are on the other side of the highway, and there's a medium. And they were pulling people over, and I said, "Not today, not today, pigs or something." And then, and then I joked, and I'm like, "Maybe on the way back." And then uh, we pulled around the corner, <laughs> and there was a fucking cop. And, got um, and I was doing 120 and an 80. Mm. he comes over he comes up and he's like uh he's like where were you uh where were you where were you going where are you headed i said duncan and he goes why are you in such a hurry and then i looked at her and then i looked back at him like he was an idiot and i went i gotta get to duncan (laughs) 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 no explanation or anything and he laughed he was like okay (laughs) 
<laughs> and then he's like, I could impound your car. And I was like, I would prefer if you did not do that. Very much so. Thank you. And then he he laughed again and then he uh, and then he left. And then uh yeah, he came back and he was like, I'm not gonna impound your car, but here's a speeding ticket for like Which it does just come down to just somebody either having a good day or a bad day. It's oh. the same thing as crossing the border. Yep. Totally. Like whether that guy wants to rip your car apart and look for fucking avocado seeds or whatever the hell's going on when you cross the border. Right. They can oh, yeah. and have for no really good reason. Mm-hmm. But we're middle-aged white folks, so we should be good to go. Yeah. I had like a union sign in my in my car crossing the border one time because I was an elevator mechanic. And then he just said, uh, what what union do you work for? And I go, local 120 or local 130, sir. And he goes, have a good day, brother. And then he shook my hand, did look at my passport. Was he Hulk Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls each other brother in unions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's true. true. That's he didn't even look at my passport. That's One time we came through the border. Um, That's we came- Brittany, you need oh. to start smuggling drugs. <laughs> Don't wreck it for all of us. Wow. We came through the border one time and um, I was like, we'd so we'd not been down there very long. We had so, bought so much shit. And uh, the guy in front of us uh, ran. He drove right fucking through without no, stopping. That's sick. And, we're like, and then we're like, whoa. And then oh all my God. these cops came and then we pulled up and the guy's like, just go, just go. We're like, all right. Holy <laughs> we're like, shit, that's crazy. It was a dream. We saved was- hundreds in duty. I was going to say, you're like, we bought four extra bottles of vodka. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing your shoes. Dude, my parents, <laughs> that's what we go down to Montana. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, we go down to Montana all the time. They've got like a little, they keep their trailer down there in a campground. And we go down there, spend a lot of time down there. So we're co- constantly crossing. But at the end of the year, my parents buy a case of vodka because it's $20 for a right? bottle of like a, 60 a texas mickey uh, well not quite but like a 60 60 pounder whatever they call it now i don't know 1.7 liters i think right so it's like uh i wouldn't know yeah so my like my i take i take friends over to my parents house and they're like hey do you uh do you think we can have a drink and i was like oh come with me <laughs> <laughs> open it up and it's like ah, just like <laughs> wine and vodka <laughs> that's how we feel coming to alberta from bc because it's so much cheaper it's so much cheaper and easier to get oh yeah oh yeah because there's weird liquor laws it's like they have to be connected yeah. to a hotel and it has to be closed by nine and okay no we're allowed to be open till 11 they're loosening them a little bit but um there's no um there's no there's no kirkland liquor store here there's no fucking superstore liquor store which oh, is my favorite cheap, thing as soon as we hit alberta i'm like Googling where this the nearest superstore liquor store is. Can't you buy wine in the grocery store here now? No, uh, a couple of grocery stores. By the way, American listeners, we you can't buy booze or beer or anything in like Seven Eleven here. Like you can't. No. You have to go no. to a specific store that is just for alcohol. A liquor store. Would you go to a liquor, liquor store? Yeah. Liquor the store. vendors. <laughs> we don't have that luxury that you have here. That's why. No. Slightly less fucked up than you. <laughs> That's why. You do. You can buy it in grocery stores, but only BC wine. Like there's not, and you can't buy any like hard alcohol. It's just BC wine. That's weird. I think Ontario is like that too. Like you can buy Ontario yeah. wine in their yeah. grocery stores. Yeah, yeah. but they're they're even crazier. They have you have to go to 
It's called the Beer Store or LCBO, which is just the Liquor Board of Ontario. There's no other stores. It's completely government run. Yeah, and they, and their beer comes on conveyor belts, right down the yeah, yeah weirdo shit, man. I don't know. I'm glad like, I, super I, weirdo I left shit. it all behind. I'll tell you. This is you're like I'll never have to think about this ever again. I never will. I just don't. I drink. I have a serious issue with Lacroix though. <laughs> 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 Lacroix, Lacroix. I don't know. Do you drink the kombucha? Yeah, I'll fuck with kombucha, especially like if I'm like, kombucha, a, especially if I'm like at a brewery and like I'm hanging out with people who are drinking beers at a brewery, which happens a fair amount. So I will, uh, I'll do that. So yeah, I, I like kombucha. I drink sometimes. I drink near beer, but not very often. Yeah, yeah. I like kombucha too because it's good. It's also a nice little break in between. If yeah. you're at a brewery, you order kombucha. A nice little break in between getting fucking just man slammed. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't want to lick gravel tonight. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you never know, though. You never know. Maybe I might, I might be at an Alexa eleven by nine. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Maybe it's a maybe it's a, a rainbow twist Palm Bay kind of night. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they and you'll you won't regret it. No. Um. All right. Let's. We should probably wrap this up. Let me. Uh, sure. Let me go. Uh, let me go meet up with a friend of the show, Bobby Werner, who's in town right now. Oh, uh, Bobby! Give that boy just a smooch on the lips. He is a nice little boy. He he's very, wonderful. Good. He's a good egg. And Malik, he's a good egg. Malik. Oh, have you got a chance to know Malik yet? I'm going to meet him tonight for the first oh, time. Oh, what a treat! What I a am. joy! I'm excited, Brittany. Uh, please tell us about your podcast and whatever the fuck else yeah. is going on for you. You just did a JFL taping, did you not? I did just do a JFL taping and I don't know if it's been announced. I probably shouldn't announce that, but we'll see. <laughs> I uh, uh, I might be associated with the first season of Roast Battles. So, um, oh, in some sort of way. Um, that's exciting. That's a possibility. Uh, and the podcast, I uh, it hit crazy. I don't know if uh, this uh, tracks at all, but it's a booze podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah big shocker. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Where I pair me and my uh, dear friend Carla, who have been friends since we were like 16 years old, we pair life events with alcohol. So, you know, we just did, we did like cosmetic surgery with, I think, some sort of wine. We did the Calgary Stampede with the Caesar because it was made like a block away. It was invented a block away from where the Calgary Stampede is. Uh, so we talk about the life event. We do the psychology and the history of the life event. Um, and then we pair it with an alcohol we see fit. And then we talk about the history of the alcohol and either teach you how to make the drink or tell you how it was, where it was made and why and what. And yeah. How drunk so that's do you end up by each episode? What's that? How drunk do you end up by the end of each episode? We're, we, we've reined it in because it was getting out of hand because sometimes we have to do like... Uh, <laughs> we've, we've almost, we're now we're like uh, when you go to sample cake at weddings, we don't order the full slice. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes because we have to record like three episodes a night if I'm going out of town. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. what yeah, we're not too bad. Sometimes it gets away from us and poor Carla edits it and it's just a nightmare. Yeah, that's yeah, that's got to be fun. I mean, you can always just make us edit it if you want. We didn't know that was an option. <laughs> <laughs> also i here's what's gonna happen is like well it it gets really off the rails because we've also known each other for too long mm -hmm. so the parts we edit out are just like us just getting in like a drunken squabble about something that happened in 1993 sounds like us we have a similar, yeah. similar. <laughs> similar. 
we yeah, can relate yeah. to that. Yeah, this this if I if I drank, we could do a serious crossover episode for sure. <laughs> sure. Hey, we'll call it the relapse. We'll call it life pairings. Relapse. Yeah, relapse with, with whatever's around. <laughs> paired with paired with rainbow palmbays. Yes, perfect. Oh my god. Oh my god. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on. Brittany Lysing, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, guys. Um, my name is Dan. I'm Sarah. Yeah, this has been the Hate Locker Podcast, uh, a podcast where, why am I doing the, the intro, outro? I'm so tired. Uh, hey, how about this? this <laughs> We've been recording out- for two hours. Yeah, this is, yeah, story, by the way. Uh, how about this? You are listening, this is coming out on Monday, so uh, come out to Heckler's uh, Saturday night for the Late Show, and please come and see Brian O'Gorman, um, also former guest on the show, an absolute treasure of a man. He's headlining Heckler's on the 18th. So please come out. And then I'm opening for Ed Hill in Vancouver on the 23rd and 24th of September. And if you're in Euclid, I'm opening for Ed in Euclid on the 25th. And then on the 27th and 28th, we have none other than Ivan Decker at uh, New Club. And that is going to be a fucking banger. And I think it's the last show at Canoe Club for the summer. So those are all my things that I want to plug. Uh, um, if you want to learn some things about grade three, come to my class. Yeah, don't come to school with COVID. Don't come to the school. They may think you're an active shooter. Do not go to the school. You need to have a mask. This has been the Hate Locker Podcast. Thank you, Comedy Here Often, for housing us. Thank you to Marcel, our producer, and thank you to Grossbuster for our theme song. Check you later.